Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 777. She let go of my hair and stepped back to a formal distance again. She gestured polite thanks, then brought up her hands, then brought up her hands. Are you ready? I nodded uncertainly, bringing up my own hands. I wasn't ready. Celine darted forward, catching me flat-footed. Her arm dove out in a punch straight toward my groin. Raw instinct made me crouch, so it struck my stomach instead. Luckily, by this point, I knew how to take a punch, and a month of hard training had made my stomach a sheet of muscle. Still, it felt like someone had thrown a rock at me, and I knew I'd have a bruise by dinner. I got my feet under me and flicked an extraordinary kick at her. I wanted to see how skittish she was and hoped to make her back away so I could get my balance settled and make better use of my long reach. It turned out Celine wasn't skittish at all. She didn't back away. Instead, she slipped alongside my leg and struck me squarely in the thick knot of muscle directly above the knee. Because of this, I couldn't help but stagger when my foot came back down, leaving me off balance with Celine close enough to climb me if she wanted. She set her hands together, braced her feet, and struck me with threshing wheat. The force of it knocked me over backwards. Given the thick grass, it wasn't a hard landing. I rolled to get some distance and came back to my feet. Celine chased me and made thrown lightning. She was fast, but I had longer legs and managed to back away or block everything she threw. She faked a kick, and I fell for it, giving her the opportunity to hit me right above the knee in the same place as before. It hurt, but I didn't stagger this time, instead stepping sideways and away. Still she followed me, relentless and overeager, and in her haste she left an opening. But despite the bruises and the fall she'd already given me, I couldn't bring myself to throw a punch at such a tiny girl. I knew how solidly I could hit Tempe or Vashed, but Celine was such a tiny twig of a thing, I worried I would hurt her. Hadn't Vashet said we were responsible for each other's safety? So instead, I grabbed her with climbing iron. My left hand missed, but the long, strong fingers of my right hand wrapped all the way around her slender wrist. I didn't have her in the proper submission, but now it was a game of strength, and I couldn't help but win. I already had her wrist. All that remained was to grip her shoulder, and I'd have her in Sleeping Bear before Celine made Break Lion, but it wasn't the version I had learned. Hers used both hands, striking and twisting so quickly that my hand was stinging and empty before I could think. Then she grabbed my wrist and pulled, lashing the end of the page. Just when things were getting good. Also, I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And here we are, mid-fight. Nothing to talk about because I'm holding my breath. <laughs> I, 
as I think we've said before on this show, Rothfuss does not often get praised for being a good choreographer of action sequences, but I think he really is. I think he strikes exactly the right balance of telling you specific points in the choreography where it's important to understand what's happening and also pulling back you like the sense of motion and the emotional uh, and intellectual content of the scene as well. Uh, he He's really doing a, a bang-up job, I think. Do you think he worked with a fight choreographer when trying to do the fights? No. What? Why not? Because most writers just make it up. And some of them are better than making it better at making it up than others. Oh. Uh, it would, like, it would have been like really cool and like cool background if they if he used a fight choreographer. Yeah, and maybe he I mean, here's the thing. I've never in the the history of fiction heard of a writer getting someone else to choreograph the fights for them. I, I could Well, see- maybe he had like a fight choreographer look over it after to say like no, this wouldn't happen or yes, this is fine. Yeah, or maybe like he has ed- a, f- a fight choreographer editor. Yeah, or maybe he had a beta reader who like did a little martial arts and gave him some pointers or something. That's perfectly plausible to me. But the idea that he would have consulted somebody else when writing these scenes strikes me as less plausible. And like less necessary. Most writers don't, and most write and like there's lots of writers who write great action scenes who've never been in a fight. And there's lots of writers who have been in fights who write fight scenes that aren't very good. So I imagine overexposure to something can also make it so that you don't write it as cool. My experience has been if a fantasy author has a lot of martial arts experience, then they often get caught in the trap of like describing the choreography too much and kind of leeching it of all the the kind of excitement and drama because they're describing and then he took a half step back and lifted his sword into this position where it went from his you know shoulder to just behind his head and yes. then he brought it down in a three quarters crescent uh, across the ricasso and and you know blah 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 like that's it's a hard balance to strike I think uh, and I think Rothfuss does strike it and the fight tells a story right he She's like, are you ready? And he is not like he even was not ready. <laughs> bringing up his hands. And he's not ready. She comes in and she does what I think any little girl would do when fighting a big guy is I'm going to punch him in the dick and see what happens. <laughs> he's kind of counting on her to be more cautious than she is, to be like afraid of the fact that he's like a, an older man. Uh, and she's not. And then... But then he starts to learn that he starts to be like, okay, she's going to try that kick that she tried on me before. And this time I'm going to roll with it. But she's waiting for him to do that. She's like, he's not going to fall for the same thing twice. Or if he does, then this is my plan. She's already got like the next thing I'm going to try on him. Uh, So she doesn't really let up on him. And then when he finally thinks he's got her, she uses a move that he's never seen before. Uh, And we'll learn later that she that's a move that she invented herself. That's cool. Mm-hmm. This kid is so cool. Yeah, she's great. She's delightful. Say, my my new role model, this child. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> I think Rothfuss does a really good job of writing children too, because she is, kids in books about grownups can often be very annoying. And she's not annoying, but she still feels like a child. Like she, she's got that kind of cur- like innocent curiosity where she starts to pestering him with questions about stuff. And she's like, 
she's funny and she's like she's like having fun at his expense a little bit but she's also she also feels like an adam right she had like she has this understanding of her culture that kind of puts her at odds with him a little bit and we'll see that more uh on subsequent pages i was thinking that rothfuss captures well the aspect of children that is uh like they're passionate about something like kids are real intense about stuff. Like when they're like, this is my thing. Oh yeah. When a kid like likes dinosaurs, they're going to tell you about dinosaurs for like exactly. the next hour. Like their favorite color is very important to them. Um, and I feel like this is a, this is a kid who is at this school who is clearly very good at what they do. This is probably something they're passionate about. And it like, it very much makes sense that, like they're focused in this practice. I think not just because they're an ADEM, but also because they're a kid and this is their thing. Does yes, that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Good. That was it. That was that was my note. <laughs> cool. Uh, I am excited though for tomorrow and the rest of the page where Celine kicks close butt. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to assuming, say... I'm assuming that happens. I'm hoping he, that happens. I mean, he, he gives up. <laughs> oh. she, she does beat him. Uh, Splendid and heartwarming. Indeed. Uh, do we want to read a letter then? I'm good for that. Mailbag. 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 We have a letter from the Jade Blade. And this letter is titled 1500 Episodes. Dear Pagers, congratulations on 1,500 episodes. Woohoo! I throw confetti, but that stuff is like glitter. You never get it all when you clean it up, and it sticks around forever. But I've enjoyed listening to your show ever since I discovered it, and have actually started listening to it a second time from the beginning, since I find it so entertaining. It is a bit strange to be listening to the older episodes and the current episodes in tandem, but I'm enjoying myself, and that's all that matters. I hope you folks are still having fun making the show. And I wish you all the best as you head towards the finish line of the book. I know it's probably too much to ask of the universe for book three to come out before you hit the end of book two, but still, I hope. Sincerely, the J Blade. That was a nice letter. I it like is that. a nice letter. Fifteen hundred episodes. Holy crap, eh? That's like that's what, a what? lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fifteen hundred is a lot. Yeah. It's a disgusting amount. What are we yeah. doing? We're well. We're disgusting people, uh, and we should be treated. Shame on people. us. That's right. Sick, sick people. <laughs> but who's more the sicko? The sicko who spends several years of their life recording a page by page podcast of a semi obscure fantasy novel, or the sickos who listen to that podcast more than once all the way through? Yeah, that is kind of impressive. I was gonna say I I I would say I would normally say that we are the sickos, but for people who who listen to it more than once, I don't know. It might not be us, <laughs> because at that point, I feel like they might have spent more time on it. Well, you know what, sickos, we love you. We're glad to have you with us on this journey. It's all for you, uh, and uh, we'll be doing it until we run out of book. Indeed, although I I disagree with the Jade Blades' hope that book three comes out before we finish the wise man's fear. Cause like I could use another break. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need time to do my other two jobs. Okay. <laughs> true say, true say, uh, well, until Rafis announces a new 12 part fantasy series about the adventures of his sock drawer, 
Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for another page of the Win. Win.